Hi, this is Bennett Tomlin with the Scientific Nutrition Update, the workday show where in five to ten minutes I give you my thoughts on something new or interesting in the world of health, fitness, or nutrition. For today's episode, I'm going to talk about the popular supplement creatine monohydrate. Creatine is a common supplement used by athletes in theory to improve their athletic performance. So let's take a look at the effects of this and analyze their evidence. First, let's take a look at the effect of creatine on strength. There have been several studies that have suggested that creatine supplementation does seem to consistently increase strength. There is some debate about the size of this effect, but overall it seems to show up consistently in multiple studies. Some studies report gains of approximately 20 to 25% in strength compared to approximately 10% for placebo. This seems like a pretty big increase to me, although the increase does vary between untrained and trained individuals with a smaller change for trained individuals. Creatine overall, in my opinion, seems to have strong support for an increase in strength. There is also some evidence of it being able to improve sprint performance. In a series of six-second sprints, creatine monohydrate significantly increased the total power generated. This effect was confirmed in other studies that looked at interval series on bikes, where those who were supplementing with creatine monohydrate were able to create significantly more power during their sprint series. However, there does not seem to be any significant evidence of creatine increasing endurance. It seems as though the benefits from creatine seem to primarily come from short periods of energy expenditure, like weightlifting and sprinting, where it's full go for a very brief period of time. Creatine may also help with muscular recovery. In a study that looked at muscular strength after eccentric damage, which is going to be damage after lifting, creatine monohydrate supplementation was able to significantly increase their post-damage strength. However, this effect may be just another example of the increases in muscular strength, though, because the supplementation of creatine was that after the damage was induced, so I'm not convinced that we're actually seeing any recovery aid here. There is even some limited evidence that creatine may help with intelligence. Now, obviously, intelligence is difficult to measure, and there are many factors that affect it, but there is some interesting evidence here. There was a study in vegetarian subjects that showed a significant increase in cognitive performance after six weeks of supplementation with creatine. However, it's difficult to generalize based on vegetarians because their diet is naturally low in creatine, and so it may just be making up for an existing deficit. There was another study that was not looking just at vegetarians, and that tested a variety of cognitive skills. On almost all of them, there was no change except for on IQ, where there was approximately a 12-point increase on the group that was supplementing with creatine. This suggested to me that there could potentially be an interaction between creatine and your overall intelligence, but I would be very hesitant to strongly conclude this without significantly more evidence. So how does creatine work? Well, the short version is that creatine is an important component of several of your body's energy systems, and as such, supplementing it can in theory help improve the functioning of those systems. This seems borne out to me by the evidence that seems to show improved athletic performance. So how do you take it? Well, I'm not certified to tell you how you should take it. But if it was me, I would take 5 grams per day. 
There are people who say you should load at 20 grams per day in order to get your creatine levels up quicker, higher. I'm not a big fan of this because during the loading period, a lot of it is going to just be pissed out. You're not going to get much of the benefit from it. Now, there's also people who say you should deload to try to avoid kidney damage. And I'm also not a big fan of that because studies seem to suggest that continuous supplementation at levels between 5 grams and 20 grams are perfectly safe. Because of this, I would also, I would ensure I was very well hydrated while I was taking it though, just to make sure that my kidneys were as safe as possible. In conclusion, there is evidence for an increase in muscular strength and sprint performance, along with limited evidence that creatine can improve intelligence. It seems to be quite safe and well-tolerated in healthy people, though if you have any kidney disease, it should definitely be avoided or you should de- and in any case, you should always consult with your doctor before beginning any new supplement. Creatine is a supplement that I personally feel safe using. If you learned anything useful in this podcast, consider sharing it with a friend. And thank you for tuning in. Please remember, you can always find show notes for this episode and others at scinutrient.com forward slash podcast. That's SCI nutrient.com forward slash podcast. If you find any great journal articles on anything you think I might find interesting, email them to me at signnutrient at gmail.com. If you have any other questions, send me a voice message on Anchor, and I'll try to answer them on this podcast for you. If you want to learn more about intermittent fasting, consider checking out my book, The Optimized Guide to Intermittent Fasting. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps more than you know. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, live long, live healthy, but most of all, live happy. Oh, thank you.